We're clear for takeoff. We are back. We are back. I hope you did not forget about us. We are kings of the heart. Back for season number three. I am Tariq Omari Walton, joined by my brother, Dr. John Hart. Dr. Hart, how you been, man? I've been doing good, man. It's good to see you back for season three. Good I'm to excited. see you, man. Yeah. Man, season, season two, we was busy. We were Yo, putting it in. We pumped out over 30 I mean, episodes in one season. I was shocked. I was shocked when we reviewed the numbers, and I was like, "Wow, we were busy, pandemic or not." Like, yeah. Things of the heart. We we continue and stay focused on the people, brother. That's right. And all we're trying to do is bring you the best in relationship talk. That's what we do. Doctor yep. John is a licensed marriage and family therapist. I am a licensed marriage and family therapist. What we do is we work with couples, trying to help save if we can yeah. what they what they want to do, and that's the progress. We're here for that, and we're here for you, the listeners of Kings of the Heart. So, Dr. John, real quick, how you been, man? Tell I've been good. You been good? I've been good. Um, just really excited and blessed uh, entering a new stage of life around, you know, becoming a father. Congratulations. Congratulations. Let the people Appreciate know. It, brother. Yeah. Uh, you know, really excited. And so uh, I, I, I look forward to, you know, the transition. I'm con- uh, And I look forward to continuing to be sharp. Just tired. Yeah, man. <laughs> just yeah. tired. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But the, the little ones, the little ones know how to uh take take your energy. So it's it I got I'll have to dig deep for another level of emotional reserves. But the 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 passion will always continue to be there, man. Just excited, brother. And don't worry, man. I'm here to check in on you and make sure that you're doing well. The brotherhood, the brotherhood yes. that we have, we have to make sure that we are taking care of we each are, other as we are taking yeah. care of ourselves. Exactly, exactly. And so uh, definitely will try my best not to make sure there are newborns aren't crying or any craziness <laughs> during recording. <laughs> I'll try. I can't promise y'all, but I'll try my best. So if you hear if you hear a couple of voices in the background, like a little whining back there, recognize it's not just the TV. Yes, that's a good point. Right, yeah, it's not it's the like TV. The ba- right, that generic baby crying that's always on the TV. It's always my wife always complains how it's always the same. It always the annoys same her. It's like the same. It's, right, like they you take, it, they take too, it from right? the same sound effects pattern. It's the same thing. <laughs> she always gets annoyed whenever he is. She's like, "This is the same." They can't even switch it after all these years, brother. Right, right. There's different cries. <laughs> man. man, brother Rick, how you been, man? man how you been? I've been good, man. I've been very, very well. Doing, doing very well. Very busy. A lot of plans for this year. A lot of goals. A lot of, lot of goals. Goals, Doctor yeah, John. Goals. goals. We goals. gotta talk about goals. You know, do you have any any particular goals this year? Anything that you really want to achieve this year? Yeah, surviving the first year of fatherhood with newborn twins. And so you That's and like, you and the wife are working on that. You guys are actively working on how yes. to survive that first year yeah. with some twins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's 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 the it's the biggest goal. Um, right. I mean, we 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 have like professional goals and other things that we're working on, but when you talk about the goal or goals sets of goals that we're working on actively it's definitely around uh um uh, you know the arrival of of our twins and so parenthood uh, parenthood yeah it, it comes with a lot of goals it talk it, it comes with a lot of communication expectations oh yeah, oh, yeah. which you the always say shapes these goals mm-hmm. so yeah brother that's that's literally the premiere the prominence of our goal setting 
um and and that's going on for me is entering you know fatherhood man so yeah. what 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 about you any any prominent goals i mean you know, for you just in terms of myself and and the wife you know we're going to be celebrating our, our first year anniversary you know and so nice. one of the things yeah, we even yeah, just talked about right. this morning was financial planning and making we sure go. that we're sitting down with our financial planner and figuring out exactly how we want to progress when we're talking we're not young you know so we're not super young so we oh, have to start right. thinking about retirement and those kind of, of plans course. and so sitting down with somebody figuring out what we need to save in order to be in a good position as we're getting older. Even though I don't see myself not being a therapist for the rest of my life and doing something active, knowing that I don't have to has to be part of the plan. And so I don't want to have to. So sitting down with a financial plan and just kind of figuring those things out. And you know what? I think that's what we want to talk about today. We're in a brand new year. We're in a brand new season with Kings of the Heart. Let's talk to our listeners about how to set up plans and how to plan with your partner. You know, you yeah. have to, if you're working together on something, you have to make sure that you're planning things out so that you're going to reach some kind of level of success. So how do you begin to even set up a plan to, to, to follow through on so that you reach that success with your mate? What do you think, Dr. John? What are the first steps of, success, of, of setting up a successful plan with your mate? And you should know better um, than anybody with, consider what you're going through right now. I know, right? Uh, <laughs> so... Uh, a couple things come to mind immediately. I think one have to create space. Mm. Not even joking. Yeah, true. You we right. That space TV, is important. Phones like we're working. You with it being a new year, some of us are going through um uh, all kinds of transitions. Right, you and the wife are heading into your one year anniversary. You know, my wife and I uh, are entering you know parenthood for the first time. Um, a lot of conversations that need time. You yeah. need to be able to um cut away the distractions because the distractions are just not going to like help uh, for either partner to be uh, fully present. Yeah. And I think goal planning, in my opinion, I don't know what you think. I think think to set goals, you you need to be fully present. Oh, 100% stuff like finances and, and, and and other things. So I, 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 you need time. And I know, I know our listeners are like, Oh man, like I, I I had a client the other day, uh, a couple I was working with and the wife was like, I wish it was more time in the day. And I said, I feel you. I, I do, but we do have, have to create time for goal planning. This isn't right. something we do via text, via email, no, and not no. something that we are like on the fly passing each other in the household. Can't yeah. do it. It's a very intentional um, I know act. My, you have to sit down and actually be intentional is. about having this conversation. It is. Like like yesterday, I literally got done with my last meeting of the day. And and I remember I brought my laptop over to my wife and we literally like sat down for probably like an hour and a half. And, and, and like literally like and just like sat and just talked about, okay, plans this weekend. Like mm-hmm. I was telling you before we started recording, mm-hmm. I said, we had to map out. What do we need to get done? What do we need to, you know, do on Saturday? Right. I mean, it, it's it's a lot. The other thing I want to say before I kick it back over to you is uh, goal planning to me, it has to take multiple conversations. Oh, I yeah. personally and professionally do not believe that goal planning with your partner is just a one-time thing. And you're like, well, figured it out where I, I don't mm-hmm. I, I mean like things can change right reek yeah. like oh yeah in a day yeah that can alter those plans yeah. so you could you lose your job you, Yo. could, you know there can be a, a recession there could be you know health a car, issue a, car, come up? a car a car goes out and all of a sudden that throws off your financial i mean it can be so many different things health issues right yeah yeah family I mean, issues so, <laughs> family issues right. so 
the first two things is one intentional time, create time for it. And also secondly, please folks, it has to be multiple conversations. These Follow goals, up. there's no way you yeah. can just have one and be done. Yeah. So those are like the the two biggest requirements when I think about goal planning for couples. What about you, brother? Reed? Well, well, before before I give my answer, you mentioned time. And I know with a lot of my clients, when I talk about spending more time, it's more of that quality time together, they're often saying how they just don't do it because they just don't have the time. How do you suggest that our listeners actually carve out the time or create the time to actually sit down and have these conversations? Oh, I told one couple a couple of days ago that we were actually talking about this. And I said, like, they're a very uh, calendar driven couple. Mm-hmm. And I was like, then put it on a calendar. OK. And that you just see the light bulb went off. And I, because, right. Yeah. Remember, if, if we are in a society where we are, some of us are programmed to follow our calendar or look at our reminders, heavy scheduling, then put it and then, then put it in there. Yeah. And I and I just had to tell them, too, that putting it in there, there's no shame. Mm-hmm. Don't feel bad. Don't take it as like. Um, it's a knock against the love. It and, feels so and, robotic in the relationship. Yeah, it should, it so should be more organic. It's it's it's, it's not. No. So I had to shoot down those uh, cognitive distortions. Yeah, not, you know, not the the husband was kind of heading in that route. And I had to block him, but I don't think so. I just said like, hey, let's use what we have at our disposal. Yeah, and if and if and if calendaring is something that you both use in your professional careers and even the personal stuff because they got kids. Yeah. Oh put yeah. Down like on your joint calendar okay saturday three to three thirty mm-hmm. like this is where this is what we're going to uh uh talk about the other oh the other thing i want to add before i lose this thought two things to your point um for the sake of time uh, make sure you are as clear and narrow about what you're going to talk about yeah right yeah, true. so 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 this saturday at three from three to three thirty we're going to talk about the finances of the cars right uh okay. next monday from two to two thirty we're gonna, and that goes back to my early point about it has to be multiple conversations yeah. because your lives may not allow you to talk for two hours. Right. Like I true. said, like that hour and a half that you heard me say, me and my wife had, mm-hmm. damn sure not gonna have it when the twins come. So yeah, yeah I mean, exactly. so we, got, you, you see what I mean? Yeah. So like, does and, that make and, sense? And, so and, that, can, and that can be intimidating too. You know, if you think that you have to have this one large conversation, that can be intimidating. No. That could be, and they can harder point. for you to even point. set a schedule at all. It's like, okay, well, there's there's no way we can fit in two hours anywhere, so we're just not gonna do it. No. You can do 20 minutes, but only talk about one topic at a time. If you're getting in. Yeah, do, do not do not jam it. You're yeah. right, dude. Do yeah. not, because you know why? And you know what I'm about to say, Brother Reed? Because also, let's be mindful, uh, you and your partner have two different thresholds. Oh, that's for sure. Some people, oh, yeah. for the sake of getting through the conversation, some people can go for hours. Yeah. Other people are like, I got a good solid 20 to 30. And, and let me also <laughs> say. Keep my attention um, I, I that think, long. I think, yeah. And also, I think the more sensitive the topic you, you really have to be careful around the time management. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. But also making sure that you don't allow, allow other things to get in the way of the schedule because you have yeah. everything else on your schedule and all of a sudden yeah. something else occurs. And I can't tell yeah, you how many couples will complain about, well, you say you want to spend time, but then we have time carved out and all of a sudden something else pops up and you'd rather go do that. So what you're telling me is that you don't value the time that we're supposed to spend together. So there has to be a level of value place on the time that you're planning on actually sitting down and talk you have to say okay if we're gonna sit down from 3 to 3 30 no matter what happens i'm unless it's an emergency i'm not I going agree. to allow anything else to interfere with this I time agree. you know I you agree. have to take that time very seriously so and both have to do it that's both a great point. right both yeah. have to yeah. commit to that it's because that's process is as, as, as long as you both can commit to it then you'll feel good like 
just fundamentally about the conversation because right. you're, there's like a joint commitment about we're not going to allow anything to distract us. So I agree with that. Yeah. Definitely. You know, what I was thinking too, agreeing with you on the time commitment, making sure that you set a, sit down, set a time and schedule to, to plan this out. The first thing I think you should do before you even get into planning for 2022, discuss your goals that you met in 2021 or didn't meet in 2021. This is a good point. You know, you want to go backwards. You want to examine what happened the year before. Did you reach whatever goals you already set? Did you set enough goals? Did you set too many goals? Did you have goals that you didn't meet? And the goals that you didn't meet, talk about why you didn't meet them. What got in the way? Because as you're planning for the next year, you want to make sure that you're not allowing those things to get in the way of 2022's plans. So go back and examine. Examine your history of 2021 and and see where both of you guys are. Are there things that occurred that were important but just not, um, you know, you just couldn't fit in? And so, you know, recognizing, okay, well, this is something that I really wanted to do last year. I couldn't do it last year because of how much I already had on my plate. So I want to make that a priority this year. So before you can even plan for 2022, I think the first step that you want to make after you've made the time for it is examine, okay, let's talk about 2021. What are the things that we really did well as an individual and as a couple? You know, what are the things that we said we want? We wanted to travel last year. That was a big thing. We really wanted to travel last year. But you know what? COVID hit. So that took the plans out. You know, so we recognize that one of the things that can get in the way of us doing some of our goals and particularly traveling is what's happening in society. And so being able to talk macro level issues, that's a good point. Yeah. Breaking. You want to break all that stuff down. So once you can sift through all the things that have happened in the past, now you're in a better position to talk about, all right, what are the things that we want to do next? Again, what did we not accomplish last year that's important for us to do this year? Or what did we do last year that we want to carry over into this year? So you always yeah. got to go back first. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. And 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 I also think now my question that's to a historian you is, to me, by the way, I'm also a historian. So that's, that's <laughs> I always got to go back to history first. Yeah, no, no, that history. is true. That is true. No, I, I my follow up question to that, then I'm, I'm curious, like for our listeners is, do you recommend doing that jointly or individually and then coming together? I mean, like what would be a really solid process for doing that? Because I, I, I can imagine there could be some benefits to doing it collectively but also right. sitting down yourself and, yeah. and, and reflecting. Yeah, what do you I, w- think? I would say definitely do it yourself first, you know, kind mm-hmm. of just even if you're just doing it while you're driving and just thinking yeah. about those topics and, and what are the things that you did. Have an earlier conversation about, OK, this is what we're going to do. This is the plan. We, we, set a, we set aside the time to have this conversation. So part of what you have to do is figure out what you want to talk about in that conversation. So in your yeah. own mental um, um conversation that you're having making sure that you're thinking about those topics you're re-examining your own life in 2021 and you're bringing that to the table so yeah you're gonna work collaboratively collaboratively around you know the the entire discussion but you want to make sure you're coming there already kind of fleshed out what it is that you've already done so that has to be part of it so start there start on your own but then when you sit down together you should already have kind of laid out what it is that you know that you've already you've already done successfully or haven't done so that's what i think you have to do yeah i think that's a good point no i, I think that's a good point because i i what i hear from you also um i'm just inferring is that it 
it, it then allows both parties when they do come together to bring something to the cable to the table right that you've been processing you and so you're not just sitting there just receiving and, and that can be disengaging at times right that is the worst that is the absolute worst i, I mean you see it i see it in in session when i, I assign homework <laughs> assignments right you assign people Yo. homework assignments and one person might have done it and the other person didn't and you're you're sitting there like okay well one person and we're both teachers it. Right. And we're, and we're yeah. both teachers, yeah. so we, we, we get triggered. Like, <laughs> we're both teachers. We both have like, why didn't you do the homework? Why like didn't you that? do the homework? You know, Yo. we, we can't be like that in session because you know that's not yeah. our, our position. It's, you know, we have to be a little yeah. bit more compassionate. But yeah, we're a little triggered by that. We're a little triggered. Yeah, and, and it makes everything yeah. go so much slower. You know, we're it trying does. to have a conversation around. For example, if I have an article that I assign to my clients. And of course, they're probably not going to read it together. So you have to read it on your own time. One person comes in having read it; the other person didn't. How's that? How's that going to interfere with the way that the the conversation that we're supposed to have um, flows? How's that going to interfere with that? You haven't done the homework, you know. So again, you want to make sure that you've done your homework before you sit down and have this conversation on any level. So if you're talking about what happened in 2021 or what your plans are for 2022, you have to do your homework. You have to make sure that you're prepared properly for that conversation bring notes if you have to get the little note cards you know or get a big yeah. tablet pad and write it all out come serious this is a serious conversation i'm um, like you're serious i agree i agree the other thing that you said i i appreciate you bringing up the seriousness about it because a couple of things also come to mind and that is um i i think it's important to take notes mm-hmm. even if it's mental notes um i also think that uh, when when doing goal planning um in order to feel successful in it, it has to be like one topic, one thing at the time. I, I again, because that's why I'm I'm always preaching. I, I think goal setting, goal planning as a couple, like should take multiple, multiple conversations. Right. And I think in order to feel that we're moving along, then carve out the specifics. Okay, like I said, like this Saturday for 30 minutes at three o'clock, we're gonna talk about the finances of the car. Mm-hmm. To be able to do that and walk away at the 30 minute mark after planning for it, you're going to feel good. Yeah. And I only say yes. that to say, like, don't try to slam so many different things. Goal planning is a lot, guys. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, and so when we say, like, it's serious, it's it's we're not saying that, like, people aren't taking it seriously. But what we're also saying is it's such a delicate and sensitive set of conversations mm-hmm. that preparation will only help. It won't right. hurt. Right. Right. Yeah. And moderate, you know, what you believe you can actually get done. You know, I think you see it in session all the time where people kind of overdo what they believe they they want to get done. And it's like, yo, that's too much right now. That's way too much. You're having the conversation you're having. You're bringing in too many different factors for anybody to kind of process at one time. So just focus on one thing at a time. That's one of the keys to problem solving. Yeah, you can't problem solve if you're trying to problem solve entire lifetime of things. No, one small item at a time. One small item at a time. I agree. You know, so I, here we I, are. I we've set we set aside the time. We've already talked about what we've done in the past and what, what's happened in the past year or past couple of years. So what's next? What's the next thing that you have to do in order to move forward now? We, we already know about the past. What are we doing in terms of goal setting for 2022? What's the next thing? Um, I think I think the next thing, at least in my mind, is... I think collectively being on the same page around like priorities. Okay. okay. I think it's one thing to list goals. Mm-hmm. I think it's one thing to identify them, but I think for the sake of 
conversation and healthy conversation, I think it's, 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 it's good to kind of be on the same page around, or at least be aware of how your partner is prioritizing the goals right. and at least allow space and conversation for that. Mm-hmm. I, I say that to say, I don't think there's actually anything wrong if two partners are prioritizing the goals differently. Yeah. In my mind, I actually think that's a great conversation. Why is that? Why is that? Because it allows me into like what's going on internally. Mm. It allows me, there may be something in the way that you're prioritizing that I didn't know or I don't know. Mm-hmm. And that allows me to connect with you more, allows me to understand you more. And it also allows me to, um, dare I say, like even rethink my list. So it's not about mm. changing because of what my partner, but okay. The, it happens with my wife all the time. There's many, many times with my wife, I'm like, okay, this, 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 and this. And then my wife will be like, Okay, like I'm also thinking about A, B, C, and D, and I'm like, yeah, you're right. Like I, I totally <laughs> missed that. Right. No, seriously, I'm like, I totally, totally mm-hmm. missed that. Mm-hmm. And and that's what I mean. It's like the prioritization of of goals. I think is mm-hmm. really helpful. Right. And here's the other thing too. The reason why I'm bringing up prioritization um, as a joint conversation for the next step is you don't want to assume that you guys are prioritizing the right. same way. Right. You're two different people with two different vantage points. Right. And yeah, you, yeah, the goals may be similar on paper, but it doesn't mean that you're prioritizing the same yeah, way. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that, that to me is the next set of conversations. And, and, I, and I think one of the points that you're, you're really making there that what I was saying it is as you're doing this, you have to remain flexible. Just like you talk about with your wife, you may come with a whole list of your own, but all of a sudden she's like, well, what about these over here? And you're like, oh yeah, you're right. You have to remain flexible. You have to remain open to the different ideas. If you go in there, with this very strict idea of what it is that you want and you're not being very compromising, well, it's going to be very hard to set goals together. So you have to go in there, be compromising, be flexible, and recognize that your opinion isn't the only one that matters here. You're working together 100%. as a team. You're working as a team. 100%, man. And, 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 and I also just want to say, please do not get triggered if your partner's um, list and, and how they prioritize it does not match yours. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. I do have clients who just get triggered off of that. Because they, like they, they feel like they have to agree with everything. Yeah, they feel like and it's be, like, calm You're different down. people. You're different people. You're not going to agree on absolutely everything. It's all right to disagree. And that, that just leaves room for negotiation and compromise. But people, but that's the thing. So many people are uncompromising. They want what they want. And so if they find out that you want something different, they're triggered because they don't know how to negotiate because they don't want to give up what they want. And so that's the part that people have to consider. Again, that gets back to the flexibility. If you're so caught up in just getting things your way, you're going to be triggered by the differences that your mate brings to the table. That's what's happening, uh, you know. Yeah, and 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 again, we just have to put it out there because outside of the actual like content um which is like goal setting and planning. I, I, I'm i hoping our listeners walk away understanding that we're talking a lot about process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. You know? So that's why, that's why I'm saying um, like the content being like, oh, the priority list of our goals, that's the content, but the mm-hmm. process, do not get triggered when you guys are sharing and it's not the same thing. Mm-hmm. Right. See it as an opportunity. Hey, tell me a little bit more about like, okay, you have financing the cars as your number one. I have it as my number four. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that. Right. I, I didn't. I didn't. You know. Then you're able to say, it, it seems to me, based off of that, like you're, you're more, you're more worried. You're, you're more focused on us paying the cars off than I am. So let let's find like help me to understand. Like you know, like you see, but, you're able to go deeper. But you know what? That what you need for that is to actually be curious. One thing yeah. I one thing I know about yeah. people: we don't ask questions. We're not curious. 
And you're going again, you're going in there with certain ideas in your own head. And that's what you're trying to stick to. You're not going in there with the air of curiosity to figure out what it is that the other person really wants. So, yeah, you guys both see things differently. Now, in part of that discussion, you have to ask questions. You have to ask clarifying questions. Why is that a priority for you? Not from the standpoint that you're trying to challenge them, but being genuinely curious so that you know what, what's important to them and how you guys, again, can negotiate. But if you're not curious, you're not going to ask the questions and you're always going to be stuck with just what you want each and every time. But you know what, too? Before, even with that process, you know, because we, we're getting to a lot of process, too. I want to go back a little bit because the one thing that we're missing before you can prioritize, you have to come up with topics. Mm-hmm. You have to have the topics. What are the different topics that you're going to want to discuss? It's almost like laying, just laying things out. Again, you have them on cards. What are all the different topics that we need to cover? You know, are we going to cover finances? Are we going to cover travel? What are we going to cover? You have to lay out all the topics. And then as you're doing that, what are your priorities out of, the, out of that list? So let's talk about that a little bit. What are some yeah. of the topics that people should be considering as they're setting goals with their mates? Yeah. Um, so one of the things that like I've come to learn and um, uh, around like a financial kind of standpoint, barring off of like what you said earlier is I actually think there's nothing wrong at looking at the expenses, looking at your taxes from last year, I think is actually very helpful. Brilliant idea. Uh, Brilliant. I think it's, I think it's very, very helpful. You're able to see all the expenses that you've had looking at the write-offs, looking at how much did, one partner bring in and having conversation around, is it looking the same way this year? Is it going to be a little bit lower or higher? I actually do think that's like from a, from a baseline financial standpoint, I actually think that's like one straight go-to um, to go to, which is like, let's, let's review our, let's review our taxes. Right. I think that's a great tangible place to start and because with- those are actual numbers right. filed. Like right. it's real, right? Like you literally, you both literally have done that. And, and if I'm going off of Brother Reek's point, that's history, but it's such a relevant uh, uh, recent history. It will shape the topic. So a good example would be like if you look at your previous taxes and you're like, oh, you know what? We, we spent a lot of money on making it up on like child care. OK, good. Mm-hmm. Child care needs to get on there because why? It was one of the top expenses that you guys uh, spent your money on. Right. Oh, another one. Uh, I don't know. Car note. OK, <laughs> like. Seems like, uh, uh, um, you know, we weren't able to pay off our cars like we want to. Going back to Brother Reek's point, what were we able to accomplish and not? I think, like, looking at existing numbers instead of instead of just, like, going out of thin air, I think allows their, in my mind, this is just me, allows there to generate ideas, right. generate topics. Right. I mean, but that's just a quick thing that kind of came to my mind as I kind of, you know, reflect on what I've been talking about with couples lately. But even doing that brings up a whole nother thought in my mind. As you're reviewing your taxes, recognize if you say that we want to have a conversation from 3 to 3.30 around finances, you're not going to get it done. Why? Because underneath the umbrella of finances, there are so many other topics to discuss. So recognize having a conversation about finances isn't a one-off conversation. There are too many different elements that are involved with how you run your finances to have just one conversation. So by looking at your taxes, it helps to lay out different topics under that umbrella of finances. Yeah, car note. You know, do we want to get a new car this year? Do we want to put down money on a new house? Do we want to put money aside for traveling? Do we want to put money, you know, towards the kids' education? 
There are so many topics with, with underneath that umbrella of finances that you need to break those up to separate conversations. Those are all separate conversations, you know. So that's one thing there. So yeah, finances is major. That's major. But there are a lot of different goals to check out underneath the umbrella of finances. So what? Even I agree. The, that, under, that's, even, and, and yes, that's a good point. Yeah. And that's and and I think to your point, I think that's why I said like, look, look, you know, look at your taxes, look exactly. at your file, because I actually think there's data there, right there, that that gives you topics under the umbrella of finances. So yeah, we're we're definitely on mm-hmm. the same page. Yeah. Um, I think there's other things like there's also a lot of there's personal goals. Right. I would identify those right. right right i would actually be here's a here's an opportunity to be very open with your partner are you are you hoping to open up your own business mm-hmm. in the next year mm-hmm. are you do you want to sign up for a class or go back to school i mean like there are personal goals that we have that mm-hmm. i actually think need to come on the table right and and we and and part of it is we need to be able to see ourselves and be comfortable seeing ourselves as individuals though we're married we're in a committed relationship or however your relationship is structured but you do have personal goals that have to come on the table right and if you don't then you're playing yourself and then also (laughs) you're not allowing your partner to be able to support you Mm -hmm. you know so there's personal goals that need to be identified as well but even the personal goals you laid out those still come back to finances if you plan on opening a business that's going to take money away from what you're already doing within the household if you plan on going back to school that's going to take money away from what's happening in the household a lot a lot of these things end up falling under finances in the first place so again don't go in there saying we're going to talk about finances and figure it all out in one conversation. No, there no. are a lot of other things that you want to figure out. So, yeah, even your personal goals come down to the finances in the household. Actually, as I'm thinking about it, are there any goals that are really outside personal goals or, you know, um, professional goals or couple goals that are really outside of finances? Or do they all really fall under the financial umbrella? What do you think? That's a good question. I'm having a hard time right now thinking about what what actually does not fall under the umbrella of finances. That's a goal. That's a goal. Yeah, I don't know. Brother. Exercise. I mean, to be honest, maybe exercise. I mean, maybe you have to join no, a gym for still, that. Yeah, yeah. And I was yeah. gonna say like you would still have to join or a buy gym equipment. or or buy equipment. Right. You, you know what I mean? Like sneakers, it's, outfits. It's, it's, yeah, like mm. you would still have to. Uh, hiring a trainer, a dietitian, right. nutrition. I mean, like whatever yeah. it is, a cook, a chef. I mean, like it, it would still come under finances. Yeah. It's a really great question. Yeah. Um, it's, it, you know, what's really scary is that you really you don't want to believe that every goal you have set in your life is somehow or another connected to finances. But really, but it is, though, you know, welcome to America. It is like so oh, a, another one. I think like I think it'd be easy Um to overlook but still tied to finances is like the dare i say like quality time like mm-hmm. yeah do if you have kids do we hire a babysitter or yep. do we get a nanny or 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 what does quality time look like is it going on dates is it taking weekend staycations and right spend, like you know or is it just like flipping and chill or i mean like when i start to think about your question i'm like wow like a lot of this will fall back on um on finances do we take our yearly trip every year do we have the budget for that yeah uh, yeah um do we send the kid uh even parenting do we send the kids to summer camp this this year right you know or or or, or whatever i mean like or even, even staying this- home even staying home and playing games you gotta buy the games unless you have you know, like you know games that have been there for you know decades in your family like we do yeah <laughs> you know yeah there's, there's i mean still it's, some- it's, it's true mm-hmm. yeah no yeah. it's 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 that's a good question yeah. I, and i mean it, it's Sadly, the way uh, our lives are structured, 
uh, as a society of being finances is is at the heart of it. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. So if any listener in there, especially <laughs> when you, as, well, and let's also be let's, let's also be honest too, especially in the era of like wellness and stuff like that, yeah. like. Yeah, you got. You have to in order in order for you to do self care, you have to spend money. Yeah, yeah, to some degree or another, you know. Yeah. And again, that's scary. As a former starving artist, you you know, having years being you know not having a um a, a stable income, I think back to those times and yeah, you know, even then, whatever planning I was doing, finances are involved, and is is the the failure of planning properly that would often get me in trouble with my finances. You know, I'm just thinking specifically about when I would when I was out there slinging my books and mm-hmm. I would get a certain amount of books from jump when I first got everything printed up and pressed. And then I would, you know, sell, sell, sell. And I'm making a living off of the books that I'm selling, but I'm actually living off of the sales of these books, not taking into consideration that at some point I'm going to run out of books and need to buy more. And so I didn't plan properly for the you know running out of books and needing to, to purchase more to keep going and so that would often get me in trouble it's the same thing with everything else it's almost like if you're not especially if you're not planning properly you're going to find even more expenses involved with whatever that you want to do so i think by planning even though everything is going to cost a certain amount of money the better you plan the better opportunities you have for saving money especially when it comes to traveling you know but again i think the the essential part of the conversation here is Everything that you're doing, everything that you're planning in some way or another is going to be tied to finances. You're not going to be able to get away from that. You're not going to get away from that. No. So so no. that even brings up, no. too, when you sit down and talk, bring your paychecks to the table. You're going to have to you have to take a look at how much you actually have to spend. That's going to be an important part. Yeah, disposable income. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, 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 it's disposable income. And I also think, again, uh, uh I, I've said this to, to couples uh, for some time. I mean, these are very sensitive conversations. Yeah, it's very raw. It's yeah. very vulnerable, yeah. and that's why process when, is so important. Yeah, mm-hmm. and even when I even when I think about the idea around, um, like even bringing in your personal goals. And here's what I mean by that: the reason why I bring in personal goals is I, I, I've, I've had couples over the over the years in which like people have ideas, people have you know goals of kind of like what they want to do and where they want to go and the reason why these conversations of goal planning goal setting is important is because one you have to put yourself out there in front of your partner you got to be raw and vulnerable Mm -hmm. about like this is what i'd like to do and i think the great thing about goal planning is that it allows you both to work through and even strategize uh the the potential uh trajectory of those goals Right. right so here's what i mean it's like if I'm like, hey, I want to go back to school, talking to my wife about that, if it's not feasible like this year, it doesn't mean that it was wrong for me to bring it up or I shouldn't have brought it up right. or I should shut down. It actually gives a lot to kind of say like, okay, for my wife to say, okay, now that I know you want to go back to school, how about we we think ahead and, right. and, and see, right. do we start in next year? Because next year we'll be able to do, you know what I mean? Right. Like, I hope that makes sense because well, I think yeah. what a lot of people do is when they are bringing themselves into these conversations, whether it's I want to do this or I think we as a family or a couple should do this. And if for some reason it doesn't play out or the other partner's like, I don't know, or we don't have the finances or 
um, or I don't I don't have it the same. Don't shut down and see that as well. This was a waste of time. Right. Or, right. I, I shouldn't have done. Don't be. Don't take, don't take, don't take it as a no. It's not, a no. it's not a no. It's not, it's not a, a no. hard no. It's just not right now. We just don't have it. Right. In, in our, like in like our, you. Right. You don't go to your financial planner and say like, yeah, I want to I want to get a million dollars come next month. And they're like, yeah, no, it's not going to happen. We got to work towards that. And you're like, you know what? I'm done. I don't want <laughs> to do this. You, you, right. You're not going to do that. So that in your own relationship, because you won't do it to a professional right. who's trying to help you. Right. It's yeah. you know what I mean? So we, we, we I say that to say, and I don't know what you're, you think about this, brother, Rick, but I, the other word that comes to mind, like me bringing this up is you got to be flexible around these goals. Yeah. Let's have concrete steps to achieve them. But we need to be flexible because you and I listed a whole bunch of things that can come up at any day, at any moment right. that can impact the goals. So if I want to go to school, but let's say, uh, uh, you know, I, I, I have a newborn. Myself. <laughs> yeah. Or I, got, or I got two newborns. On the way. I mean, like, what do you want me to do? It's right. like, OK, it's not that my dream won't come true. We just got to, like, figure out a way how we can massage it. Maybe I just take one class at a time and it got to be in the summertime mm-hmm. because that way. You know what I mean? Like, let's you have to be navigate. Flexible. You really have to navigate. Don't, don't allow black and white thinking to mess you up oh, in these yeah, conversations. Yeah, the black right? and white thinking has to go. That that has to go. That that particular cognitive distortion has to get out the way. You have to be flexible. You have to yeah. learn how to compromise. You have to learn how to navigate. You know, differences. That that's just part of the planning. That's part of that process we were talking about. In terms of topics, you know, when you think about again, finances can touch everything. There are so many different elements you want to consider. Again, like Dr. John said, go back and look at your taxes. That'll be help you lay out some of those things. But things that come to mind for me that I hear from my couples a lot. One is, of course, new purchases. You know, whether it's buying a house, a condo, um, selling property, um, cars, thinking about those major purchases that you may try to achieve in this year. And so that's part of the planning. How are you going to be able to do that? I know you want the, the, the latest Lexus, but do you have Lexus money? You might have to get yourself, you know, the Toyota right now. That just might have to yeah. be part of the planning. Um, but making sure that you're laying out some of those major purchases has to be part of the thinking. Can we do that this year? You know, my car is finally paid off, but your car, you still have, you know, another two years to pay off your right. car. Are we going Correct. to be able to navigate that? Are we trying to buy? And this, you can, these are conversations you can also have with your financial planner. You know, we want to buy a house also. So should we buy a car before we buy a house or buy a house before we buy a car? You have to have those all those um, conversations. So major purchases is a major topic that you definitely want to have a conversation around when it comes to um, planning with your mate. You know, what else? What yeah. else? What are some other major topics? Yeah, I, I, I like the I like the um, big purchases. I also think there needs to be conversation around with goal setting and goal planning. Um like the emergency, any kind of like an emergency fund mm. or something like that. Yeah. Our lives yeah, are far day more fund. complicated. You, you you have to have it. And 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 like, how do we build it? Mm-hmm. Right. How do we build it? Right. Um, Not want to spend all that money. That's it. You see that money sitting in the bank, you just want to spend it. Like, no. You can't. No, you, no. you can't, right? It's like, it's like, but you have to, you have to have some level of support if and when um, something unexpectedly happens mm-hmm. because the worst position to be as a couple is, um, not having any kind of like financial support or nest egg, right? Um, if and when something like comes up, so right. I think that's also part of our goal planning. It's we want to get all these things done. How much would we like to set aside? Yeah, that will allow us to. We just don't look at we it, you know, and 
you know, I think that's another good thing in terms of like goal planning. I also think the timeline of goals mm-hmm. is an important topic. Yeah, right? for sure. Uh, I, w- I would talk that through. Okay, you want to yeah. buy a new Lexus. Okay, what what time? You want to do it in six months? That in, that that shapes how we move right. over the next five right. months. Right, right. So I think timeline is another important topic that we. So the money's important, but the timeline is just as important as well. Right. Even thinking about that, the way you just put that, you know, if you want to get this car in six months, what are you going to sacrifice Correct. during that period of time so that you can save up to be in that position to get that car in six months? So you also have to worry about also have to consider what you're sacrificing to meet these goals. Remember, you only have a, a finite amount of time and money. And so with that, what are you going to have to give up in order to reach the goals that you want to set? And I think often we don't consider that point. We think we can do it all. Think about the time. You know, we were just talking, you know, before the the taping about our wives and having I was having a conversation with my wife around all the things. And she's a very I thought I was busy. She's a very busy, very involved person. And there are a number of things that she's trying to do and accomplish. But there's only a finite, finite amount of time. You don't have the time to do absolutely everything you want to do. So you may have to spread some of those things out. You have to keep that in mind. There are certain things you may have to sacrifice, certain things you may have to give up in order to meet those goals. If you're not willing to give up anything, you're never going to make it to the other goals because you only have a finite amount of time and resources. So keep that in mind, too. It's part of your process. But getting back to the topics, getting back to the topics, so you have the major purchases. Um, You know, you have, you have to think about to you know family planning you know if you already have because again we're talking about couples here if you already have kids um if you don't have children that family planning you know is this the year that everyone says you're never fully ready to have kids you know but are you in the position to start that planning now and if you already have children you know what do you want for your children and again it's going to come down to finances but is this the year they begin preschool are you going to send them to private school? Are, yeah. you, are you saving up for the education there, you know, to further the education after they graduate from high school? All that planning has to go in there somewhere as well. So that's another major area that you have to think about because not just about you as a couple, but how are you planning for your family and your children's yeah. future at the same time? Yeah, that's a big one. That's a huge one. And, and I think that will resonate with a lot of people who both have kids or are planning to have kids. Right. So that's a big one. And that and that's a, and that's financially based as well, mm-hmm. as my wife and I are talking about. All kinds of things. <laughs> I know you guys know, you know, mm-hmm. I think that that that's a big one. So I, I like that one a lot. Right. Um, Give us one more. Give us one more big topic. One more major topic um, that that, you know, you want to consider as you're as you're planning goals with your mate. What's another major topic that, that you want our listeners to consider? I think I, I think it, though I think this one is critical and not as like hardcore to figure out, but still critical. I would say uh, leisure and pleasure activities. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do because I have a lot of clients who are like very hobby based. Like they have a lot of hobbies, and Good. some of those hobbies <laughs> are prioritized in so many different ways. And mm-hmm. so I think it's important to like figure out like not just when and how they plan on executing their hobbies, but to your point, does it look financially like this year, they're going to have to scale back on some of those hobbies Mm -hmm. or, or some of the leisure activities. Right. Uh, So instead of going on eight hiking trips, like you only go on two because you want to put money here and there, you know, because like, if it's one thing that I've, I've, I've learned uh, being a therapist, and I know you've seen it as well is like a lot of people 
are very attached to their hobbies. It's their identity. It's, yeah. It says a lot. Yeah. And something not it's and, their piece. And most of these, it's their it piece. is. Right. It is. And so to bring that into the conversation, I think is just as critical because these are what shapes people's identities. Right. And and if there are financial implications, as you're talking about some of the other things that we brought up, I'd bring up leisure and, and hobbies as well because yeah. people take that stuff very personally. Yeah, oh, and do. pets. Like vet bills. <laughs> oh gosh. No, for real. See, think about like, that one. Yeah, you're right. You're yeah. right. Those things, those little things, would be very expensive. Yo. Yeah. 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 You know. Um. Yeah. I think. I think those two kind of come to mind. Even planning yeah. around for your pets. I know. Yeah. I know our pets are our family members as well. But they cost money too. They do. And <laughs> they do. And and stuff like that. So yeah. Yeah. Those two come to mind. Right. Yeah. And I think my la- my final major one is something that you brought up earlier, Doctor John. Wellness. You know, how do you plan on taking care of your 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 physical and your mental and emotional well-being? That that entire wellness wheel. What are the things that you're doing together? And how can you encourage each other or support each other in making sure that your your wellness is being cared for? I agree. That has to be a part of that planning. Are you guys joining a gym? Are you guys going to be consistently going to a gym? Are you guys going to, you know, focus on your, your diet and how you're going to change your diet so that you're living healthier and living longer? All those things yeah. have to be part of the planning too. All those things. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Spot on, brother. Yeah, man. Um, I think. I mean, I, I'm glad we had this conversation. Like, late season three, first episode, goal planning. Yeah. I mean, like, that's a that's a great, solid, strong way to like start the season, yeah. man. Yeah. This, so, this, I hope it's helpful. So, why don't you give the the people your your noble truths for this week? What are your noble truths? Yeah, I, I, you know, again, falling back on on some of the stuff that we said, it's two things that stay that come to mind is one, make time, make intentional time. It's okay to put it on your calendar, uh, and I think the other thing too is um, bringing bringing your full self is is good, and also just being flexible in the conversations. Yeah. So yeah. don't be as rigid, even though they're your goals in your, in your mind. Like, yeah. be flexible. You're working with your with your partner on it. I mean, yeah. those are like. I mean, I can, I can keep going, but I also want to give you space to, like, let the people know, too. But those are the two things, two noble truths that stick out to me. Yeah, I would say my main noble truth this week is recognizing that the, and this goes for therapy overall, that the process is just as important, if not more important, than the content itself. It is. Because you it can is. sit up here and talk about all the topics in the world, but if you're not focusing on the, the, the process of how you do that, the conversations aren't going to be as progressive as you would like. So focus on the process, yeah. being flexible, um, being making room for negotiation, making room for compromise, being willing to sacrifice. All those elements have to go in, setting time, setting schedules. All those things have to go into um, the planning as well, as well as the content. All right. So keep all those things in mind as well. All righty. All right, guys. Well, that is it for episode one, season three of Kings of the Heart. Hopefully you took a lot from the conversation. I hope that you will also... Make sure you check out our website and check out um, our, our, we just have a lot going on this year. So make sure you just keep involved with Kings of the Heart. All right. Dr. John, close it out for him. Tell the people where they can find out more about you. Uh, feel free to check check me out. Check us out at www.kingsoftheheart.com. We're doing great things. Uh, I have an, have an exciting year ahead in terms of the podcast and opportunities, and so we're looking forward to it. Also, you know, check me out at uh, rccmaryland.com as well, um, and also check out all the great and fun stuff I'm doing at the Vera Institute of Justice. So it's 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 a associate lot. director. And, uh, 
Yeah, man. You know, big things, man. Big so, things. Looking forward to it. Brother, where can we find you? Well, of course, you can always find me at kingsoftheheart.com. Also, check me out at tarikomariwalton.com or viewsandvibes.com. You can find out more about my private practice at insightmft.com. And you can find me on all of the different social media platforms as Tariq Omari or Tariq Omari Walton. We're all over the place. Anyway, guys, we got to wrap it up. Hope you enjoyed the show. Look forward to seeing more of you in season three. Dr. John, good talking with you, man. Yeah. Man, always, always a blessing to see you, brother, and be connected to you, brother. No doubt, no doubt. You guys do well, be well, be safe, and see you soon. Peace.